0: Live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy.
1: We're doing later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
2: Welcome into Missing the Point and the returning, triumphant Power Ranking Show. I am your host, DK Sizzle, Dave Clark. We're here with the, uh, the usual suspects, Joe Malkin and Bob Kelly. I... Uh I'm really excited because we took a week off for Thanksgiving, you know, we all spent some time with our families, a lot of good football happened, a lot of really cool matchups, it was a great red zone day last Sunday, like a lot of really cool, uh, a lot of really cool matchups happened. If you're watching this on the YouTube and and you're wondering why I'm draped in the Irish tricolor, it's because the British royal family has somehow invaded the TD Garden, and we seem to be celebrating that for some god unknown reason, pretty sure America fought a war against them, but so did my native country of Ireland, so... I stand in solidarity and protest against that useless organization. Go watch the fucking crown if you want that. Like it's it's Celtics basketball. It's a fucking Irish town. Get out of here with that. Anyway, we're talking about football. We're talking about football this week. That's what we're doing, gentlemen. I'm excited to be back. It's been a little bit of a crazy week, like I said, but I, I I'm I'm pretty sure that's becoming the uh, the the siren song of this show. I feel like it's been a bit of a crazy week every week. This one might have actually been a little bit more tame. So uh, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. We're definitely going to get to the 2017 running back draft class at one point because they just had themselves a fucking week. I mean, It I might be the greatest season, draft. bro. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's crazy. It might be the best running back draft class in history. I can't think of a better one, and I'm not going to. And we're definitely going to do a little talk about some bets uh, at the end of the show. We're going to but mainly uh, the, the thing we're here for is to talk about the power ranking. So I'm going to start us off with a number 10 with a bullet. The Baltimore Ravens. Now, I have to tell you guys, few shows now, I've, I've, I've kind of plugged them as a dark horse. But I saw some disturbing stats over the weekend. And not to mention their obvious fourth quarter troubles and, and their sort of inability to close out a game efficiently and, and put a team away. But apparently, the only quarterback worse at the deep ball than Lamar Jackson, statistically this year, is Zach Wilson. So Mm-mm. that disturbs me, yeah, especially, since, especially since I've been high on Lamar's arm on the eye test. Now, I think we've discussed thematically, uh, Joe, the underneath throw being a really great way, if you do it effectively, to hide a lot of deficiencies in the quarterback position. My question to you is, is this going to be a problem for the Ravens? And when you get to the playoffs, is mm-hmm. that deep ball necessary? Do you, you know. need that deep ball to win a Super Bowl? Do you need it? Go ahead.
0: No, and and here's why. I, I This Ravens team is really good. They're just not fully healthy right now. And, and I feel like we've been saying that all season about them. Uh, if it's not Gus Edwards or Kenyon Drake or Mark Andrews or, or uh, the rookie tight end there likely, they, there's always somebody that's on the bench because they're injured. And when they get healthy those deficiency will deficiencies will be hidden again because that John Harbaugh offense uh, is very similar uh, to a dink and dunk style of offense. And it, it works for them. I mean, they have the second best tight end in the NFL in Mark Andrews. They have a, a great rookie tight end and not to mention, because I have to mention it every week when we talk about the Ravens, they do have the best kicker of all time. So I, I think Lamar can get away with not being able to throw that deep ball. I think they're gonna climb the rankings here in in the next few weeks because i I think a couple of these teams are gonna slip uh two that we'll we'll get to shortly, but no when they he doesn't need the long ball he is bad at throwing the long ball, but his arm is very good i mean look look at Madden ratings right dave like so what if his if his long ball rating is a seventy because his medium range and short range ball range balls are ninety five and his ability to read the situation and know when to take off uh is is Insane. I mean, he's just such a good quarterback. I actually think he might just looking at him, he might be underutilized by John Harbaugh, and I don't know how to utilize him the correct way. But he's doing a hell of a job down there with what he's got around him, and that was something that we. I don't think we necessarily said on this show about Lamar Jackson, but I think it was kind of hinted at in in the media and around the NFL that you know can this guy succeed when he faces adversity? And right now he is. By all intents and purposes, succeeding facing adversity with a lot of guys that have been on the shelf. So, no, I, I like this team. I'm with you, Dave. I'm a big, big proponent of the of the Ravens. I think they're going to climb this top ten, and I think they're going to do very well towards the end of the season and in the playoffs. I agree that he's, his ability to
2: read the game has definitely like jumped up several yeah. times over this this uh this season. And I think as much as me and Bobby were a little bit. All over John Harbaugh at the start of the the season and his decision making regards to game management. I do believe that they're kind of getting it together. My concern isn't necessarily that he doesn't have the deep ball, Bobby. It's that he still fucking throws it, <laughs> like he still fucking puts it up. And he did. He, I mean, he definitely did slice up. Who the fuck did they play last weekend? Uh, he definitely did Next slice. He did definitely did slice up uh, the Jaguars a little bit on the deep ball, especially towards the end of the game. But the problem is, if you suck at it the other team comes down with it half the time. So and the problem is maybe Jackson feels getting better, maybe Trevor Lawrence like we slept on him a little bit. Maybe when you have Urban Meyer as your coach, you shouldn't really be judged for like what your rookie season is. Maybe all that's true. But if you're genuinely a Super Bowl contender in in the Baltimore Ravens, that statistic is true about Lamar Jackson and you look like you look in the fourth quarter are you putting your hard earned money on this team, Bobby? I, I'm just, I'm, it's, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a little concerned about them.
1: It's, it's scary. It, what scares me is the inability to put teams away, man. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? If you can't put away the goddamn Jacksonville Jaguars in the fourth quarter, right? I, I know that was like Trevor Lawrence's come to Jesus moment this past week. That was a, that was a sure. big boy drive. Couple sure, sure. Of big boy throws in that drive,
2: and that and that that going for two, uh, that decision oh, to go bro, for two. Like I don't want to awesome. take anything away from the Jags because honestly, that took a brass set of balls. And it like, did that that throw. I agree with you. That was probably the best throw of the day. Uh, yeah. The way you let him like that, like he he threw it perfectly. There was one angle I'm sure you saw it from basically behind the throw, and watching the football just curve out to the only place, like you know, the the place that only his receiver. It was changed. magical. It was yeah, it beautiful, was genuinely yeah. beautiful. And I really think that he changed a lot of minds, Trevor Lawrence, that day. But they're not a playoff team. They're not in the power rankings, yeah. so they're not our concern. Like We're not trying to shit on them Jaguars fans. We're not. But we're here talking about the Baltimore Ravens, and I just think, I don't know. I just think if that's the Chiefs, you just don't see that throw.
1: Yeah, no, completely agree. Completely agree. And this, see, the thing is is with the Ravens is this is, how many games is this? One, two? Ten? F- no, so they've blown, I think it's four fourth-quarter leads. Right of more than ones. 10 points so far this season. Yeah. And, and 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 that's kind of been an MO for me for Harbaugh. This, this has been a theme so far, and I can't believe it's not more talked about even now after so right. many fourth quarter-blown leads, but like, is this the ceiling for this Harbaugh team, for this Harbaugh regime? Because it seems like this is what happens year in and year out. Is like, the Ravens are talented. The Ravens are a championship contending team, but it's the same shit every single year. They blow fourth quarter leads and and they they at times look magical. They look like, you know, unbeatable at times. But there's times where you just sit in there like, what the hell is going on over there, man? And, and honestly, them being at 10 is just like a it's more of a Omar Jackson and what his ceiling is. Respect ranking. But I, I don't I wouldn't put my harder money in the playoffs against one of the better teams in the AFC, I wouldn't
2: do. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with
1: obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit,
0: we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
2: Yeah, and it'll yeah, probably I, be a fourth quarter blow. I will probably be them blowing it in the fourth quarter. Right, Joe. exactly. You're going to be pulling your hair out. That's, Joe, that's what this team is. Let me ask you it. something. Honestly, do you think that the, there's a world where, like, the Harbaugh, the proven Harbaugh coaching system is becoming dated? And oh, absolutely. Are so it, now.
0: It's very, to me, it's very similar to the Belichick style, and that's what I was going to kind of rebut Bobby with is that, like, Sure. Lamar has got a ceiling and, and he definitely has. I mean, every every player has their ceiling, right? We, we've seen it with with a lot of guys. And sometimes you can make up those deficiencies. And speaking of the Ravens, we saw that in 2000 uh, when Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl with arguably one of the greatest. A different, that's a different of era of football. No, it, right? it's a different like, era of football. But when you have the pieces around you and, and Harbaugh clearly hasn't changed. He's, he's always been subpar at managing the clock. Uh, along with guys like Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, they're they're not good clock managers. But my my rebuttal to Bobby kind of and and I would say and and I don't think you necessarily disagree with me, Bobby. But when you're when you're you have the same coach and we see it year after year after year. We saw it when they had Flacco at quarterback. We see it with with Lamar Jackson. We've seen it with Ray Lewis, one of the best linebackers of all time in the in the front seven for the for the Ravens. It, it is Harbaugh. It's Harbaugh. When, I mean, when it comes down to brass tacks and you want to know why the Ravens just can't get over that hump, it's John Harbaugh. And it's funny because he's a top 10 coach in the NFL. They yeah. did he get over that for a very down. long in time. Fair, in fairness they have, to
2: them, they, they did at one point get over that
0: hump. <laughs> they, did. Bring no, bring home the they did. No, absolutely. They did get over that hump. But I mean, but, you know, we could have the But same the quarterback nowhere we near as Lakers.
2: good as Lamar Jackson. He's elite. He's elite, bro. He's elite. He's elite. No, Joe nowhere, Parker, nowhere near on. as
0: good. Nowhere yeah, near yeah, as good. Right. I mean, Flacco, Flacco had his had his really good seasons. He had a couple of playoff runs that were absolutely incredible. I mean, li- literally some of the best playoff. No, he was one. He well, he had two. He, he had back four to good back. games. Uh, let's say one. Let's let's agree to disagree on one. Right, good all right. Let's say one. one. It I'll, was an incredible playoff one. run. It was one what? of the best playoff runs ever. I agree. But, but Lamar Jackson made him millions of dollars. Lamar Jackson has never had that playoff run. So, and I'm not saying that, that Joe Flacco was better. I'm saying that the common denominator here is John, John Harbaugh. That, yeah, that's since, the common denominator.
1: Since that season, uh, which was 2012, the Ravens have made it to the playoffs four times since 2012, and they have not gotten past the divisional. So they're it, uh, two and four. They have two playoff wins since Ray Lewis left.
2: Right. Well. Well. I mean, hold on a second. That's. I feel like that's a little bit of a misleading stat because they had a full rebuild. They had a full rebuild on their hands around like a, a young quarterback who isn't traditionally the pocket guy that you're going to be. They easily did change able the entire run. offense. I do remember yeah, that. I yeah. mean, it's that's going to take a second. You know, I. It's as as a Bears fan, I get stats like that leveled in my team a lot, and it's like, well, I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, we've been terrible. <laughs> I understand, but I think. Uh we've probably spent enough time on the Ravens. It is it is an interesting topic only because like I think it they're they're sort of a beautifully flawed team. I think they they have the potential to like you said not Bobby not make it past the divisional game again and nobody's surprised. Nobody has a big heave but at the same time, I don't think anyone will be that surprised by Lamar Jackson just flicking a switch and going on a, a Joe
0: Flacco if, <laughs> if you will playoff 17 run. I, touchdowns, I... one interception. Just
2: but but I but I wouldn't put it past Lamar. So I, I, I genuinely dead. wouldn't. Like I I've seen the dude just absolutely fucking ball out all season. And like if he wants to decide to win a football game, he can. Uh, a yeah. lot of the time. So uh, I I wouldn't be surprised. But I just don't. I don't feel as safe in their in their loving embrace as I did a couple of we weeks do, ago. We
1: do we do got to be careful criticizing, or else we might get criticized and told oh, that we eat too much dick. So. Yeah, that was awesome.
2: Yeah, I I, to to be quite honest with you, I I love that from him. (laughs) Like that poor bastard (laughs) was like one of probably thousands, hundreds of thousands of (laughs) troll (laughs) comments, and he won the fucking lottery that night. (laughs) Eat a dick.
1: Eat a dick, <laughs> Lamar Jackson tells you to literally go eat a. dick. Oh
2: man, I want. It looks that,
1: like that a... you might be good at eating dick. That's what it was, yeah. right?
2: That's what they sh- they should. If he does win a fucking Super Bowl, they should emblazon that on the fucking Lombardi Trophy. Eat a dick, Lamar Jackson, twenty twenty two. All right, moving on to I the like uh, to the to the New York Jets after the after the lovely and hearty discussion about the Baltimore Ravens. Uh they're sliding, guys. They're sliding. I I would love to be able to just immediately play the clip of us all high on the Jets, not like four weeks ago because of you know, sauce Gardner and some like very fun playmaking players that they had uh, kind of littered throughout their roster. Uh, I think once the whole Zach Wilson debacle went down, we haven't really gotten I know it seems like a kind of a, a while ago now, a couple weeks ago now, but we haven't actually had a chance to talk about the whole Zach Wilson thing. Um, he's obviously trash and any team that has a quarterback controversy of that magnitude this late in the season is, Quite frankly, I hate to cross off a, a power rankings team, but they're an automatic cross-off to me when you have a, a quarterback situation like that happen. So, I mean, I know it's a little bit of a of an aggressive take. So if you guys think I'm being too harsh on the Jets, like, feel free. But, uh, Bobby, what, what do you think the rest of this Jets season is going to look like? And do you genuinely believe you're going to type in J-E-T-S to your next week's power rankings? I, I think... We're going to learn a lot about them this week. Listen, that defense. Don't we real. know a lot about them at this point? But, well, yeah. so what it is, it's like right week now,
1: 13. It's it's. But so Mike White actually does look like a, a, an average NFL quarterback. And that's really all because I don't know if you Mike noticed, White but, coming
2: into and throwing four good passes is not going to. But that's four more. That's four more passes than he. Than and the, and the bar being set incredibly low right before he comes in. is. Well, not I'm just I'm him.
1: just saying that if. Mike White was the quarterback against the Patriots. The Jets win that football game. And I don't think there's hey, really that. Oh, no way.
0: No, bro, way. Zach
1: Wilson was so bad at that game. He
0: was bad. He was. Really uh, Dave, bad I just want to Patriots mark game. down that Bobby brought up the Patriots. Not true. You brought up Belichick a while ago. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Sorry. The over-under is already cashed, but um, I hate to say it. <laughs> if they
1: can go into Minnesota and be, yes, I know, a very flawed Minnesota team. I think we learn a lot about them because listen, this team. This team's two weeks away from beating the they're not Bills. Gonna.
2: They're not. They're not gonna. going to. I agree. We're, we're doing going. an if then on a situation. As much as it's like, I agreed, it's Minnesota. They're not going. They're not they, going to beat the fucking Vikings.
1: They have a the top five defense in the league, though, and that's why they're here. And, and and technically, right now, they're in that playoff spot. What are they? Seven and four, right?
0: Well, and, and that's and that's what's amazing to me, to, just to kind of jump in there, Dave. Is like we're talking about a seven and four football yeah, team. Seven and four. Seven and four football team that has a a. I'm going to put quotes around it. A quarterback controversy because there's no quarterback not controversy. Not controversy. Yeah, Zach Wilson I, I mean, sure. sucks. Sure, a, a but you switch out your quarterback at this point in the season.
2: Like, it's not a good sign.
0: But but that's what I mean is, like, I don't understand where that came from. Did that come from the owner? Did that come from Woody Johnson? Did that come from Joe? Douglas it came from the game record? tape from Zach Wilson. It came from, <laughs> I, it came I, from Zach Wilson I understand that, but bag. we I think seen, if we took re- accountability,
1: that, if he took accountability for him being a fuck that's up his biggest the Patriots, problem. he's still a quarterback. in this the leadership, team. Right? The leadership, right? It, that's that really what come it comes down when, when when you suck that bad, when you're that bad and they're like, hey, do you think you let your defense down today? The answer is fucking yes. The answer is fucking yes. And he it's, just came back with that no so fast, man. It was such a bad look. Salah had to replace him.
0: He didn't have a choice.
1: You know, it should be mentioned. Point, you don't have a
0: choice. It should be mentioned that now Bill Belichick has gotten a coach fired and a quarterback benched immediately after the games that he beat them in. And, and this is something that's gone on, and, and, and it is kind of the Belichick factor. And, and granted, Zach Wilson's awful. I would love to have Frank Reich as the offensive coordinator in New England. I mean, I, I okay, just, you'd take fucking anybody at this point. I, well, yeah, what? Well, trust me, <laughs> I was the guy sitting in the stands last week at the at the Jets game, saying "fire Matt Patricia" in the fourth quarter. I uh, doubt you're the only one. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't. I I got a good I got a good um, uh, group with me on that one. But no, you know this Jets team is just an anomaly. It's weird because I I really like Robert Sala. I like what he's doing there. I like the way he built that defense sauce Gardner has been outstanding, but Dave, you, you said it when you opened the conversation about the jets, they're sliding. And this is where we see who they really are. And uh, I, I disagree about, about the Vikings. I don't think they're as flawed as people think they are. I think they've gotten to a point where there wasn't, there was a point where we'll we'll talk about,
2: we'll talk about the Vikings. We will,
0: but, but there was a point where Dalvin cook was their best offensive weapon. And Mike says it, all the time you can't win when the running back is your best position or best player on the field. I think that Vikings team is extremely good. Uh and I th- I actually think we'll that's underrated. Like, but... So
2: just to finish up the conversation about the Jets, um well that I was mean, my I love. It. It's, it. it's a good it's a decent take, and it'll, it'll 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 definitely hold up in a few minutes when we talk about the Vikings. So unless something crazy happens from now until then, <laughs> like a bus accident or something. But I think uh I think the breaking news. um the point. The point that we're kind of making about the Jets and we're, we're dancing around it a little bit is that there usually is a team, maybe not this extreme of an example, but there's usually is a team by about this time that had a hot start and is starting to get found out. And I think that without the benefit of a certified game winning QB, you're not going to stop the slide. That's about that's inevitable for the New York Jets. And it seems like you guys aren't completely out on them. I'm not going to we can't cross them off basically cuz they're on the power rankings we can't cross them off but I would love to revisit a cross off next week depending on their performance but you guys have you guys have voted and and you've spoken the tribe has spoken so I'm not going to cross them off it would have been pretty epic to cross off a power rankings team I would have really enjoyed it but that's fine I do think Mike White's biggest accomplishment though is uh simultaneously quarterback in the New York Jets and writing and show running White Lotus on HBO. I mean, it's an, amazing, it's an amazing feat to be able to do both of those things. The most erotic show of the fall. Uh, so if you haven't listened to it, this is not an advertisement, but go check it out. It's great.
0: Uh, Thursdays on, on NBC.
2: It's on HBO, actually. Uh, Thursdays on HBO. And that's on Sundays. All right, so moving on. Sundays <laughs> on HBO. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals, who I think, in my opinion, just to jump right the fuck in, are doing the opposite of what the Jets are doing. I think that the Cincinnati Bengals are on a fun little, uh, fun little resurgence tour and not for nothing, it's happening right around the fucking same time that their uh, yep. that they're, that they're run happened. I mean, it was this time last year, Bobby, that you and I agreed to bet on the, on the Bengals, Bengals going to go to the Super to the Bowl, Super Bowl and, and then we both got lazy and didn't do it, which I will never make that mistake again. But uh, I'm not betting on them to go to the Super Bowl just yet. But I mean, they were just fucking there. And Joe Burrows, I okay. So this is how I'm gonna posit it to you, Joe. Let's go to you first, since he's your namesake. He's got a little, he's got a little body language change happening, Joe Burrow. Like there's, he's never not confident, and I do love that about him. But there's certain, there's a certain swagger about his play now. Like a, a couple of like. you know, pointing to the first down, dropping the ball when he runs in for a first down, and he's making some kind of saucy plays and just being like, you know, that that fun little Joe Burrow minx that we know and love, and he's really bringing it. And I and I, would you? My question is twofold: A, would you agree that there's a body language change in him? And B, do you think that Joe Burrow is a good enough quarterback, a la the likes of your Aaron Rodgers, your Tom Brady's, uh, to win no matter what? Has happened to his weapon core. Uh, if if the the biggest criticism being if Jamar Chase goes down, Joe Burrow ain't Joe Burrow. I don't know if that's necessarily true. So I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the guy with the same name as you.
0: Uh, well, I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow, and thank you for reading my mind. Thank you for asking the question that you did. Three and one with Jamar welcome. Chase. Uh, one and zero oh without Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. Uh, T Higgins has stepped up. uh sure incredible, bro. He's um, a baller yeah, Tyler Boyd stepped up as well. I mean, listen, I I had Zach Zach Taylor fired in 2020. I was like, he's the first coach out. He sucks. He's doing a hell of a job there in Cincinnati. I mean, they just took down the Titans again, like I said, 20 to 16, but they just beat the Titans who right now are are a playoff team and probably going to win their division without two of the biggest weapons on that team and arguably one of the best receivers in the league can i actually interrupt hey,
2: you for one second joe yeah so sorry, i i want to let you continue but just as a quick aside all right kanye no uh come on i'm not taking your award away from you so the just as a quick aside the if anyone's sticking around to listen to a titan segment they are a notable leave off on this power rankings uh yep. for for the record that they have for the fact that they're almost certainly going to win their division still. And, you know, this being a New England-centric podcast and their coach being Mike Variable, uh, it is a little strange that they're, that they're off the list. But I would like to say that we don't care if you're mad because, God, are they a fucking boring team to watch. Oh, so <laughs> like, boring. they really have no identity other than Derrick Henry. So I'm glad to be rid of them off this power rankings, personally. I fucking hate talking about the Titans. I really think we all knew they weren't going to bring anything to the table. And spoiler alert, they're not going to come up again for the rest of the show. So... Unless, of course, you guys make points about the, the Bengals game because the Bengals are fun and interesting to talk about. So, Joe, please, I'm so sorry. Continue.
0: The Bengals are fun and interesting because they they have a lot of flair. And you're right. Joe Burrow kind of has flare. this swagger back. Uh, the offensive line all of a sudden has learned how to protect their quarterback, too, uh, which is outstanding. I mean, he's been, he's been upright. He looks healthy. He looks happy. I mean, knock on wood, I love watching Joe Burrow play. I love watching the Bengals play. They got a Same. fun kicker to watch. They got a fun defense to I watch. They kickers. have a fun. I love kickers. Love them. Love them. I think they uh, should be banned man.
2: from the sport. Personally,
0: <laughs> <laughs> says the guy who loves uh, football. Yeah, stay in your lane. <laughs> this this is a big this is a big one this week for the Bengals, and it's not going to knock them out of the top ten. I don't think, Bobby. Maybe I don't know if they lose to the Chiefs, but really big game for both of these teams. And I I think if if the Bengals have uh, have their, their guys back. I think they got an opportunity here. I think this team is a real deal, Dave. I think you're right. They're on the upswing and they're going to get healthy at the right time. And it's, I don't know if they're going to go back to the super bowl. I don't know what they're going to do, but nonetheless, they are fun to watch. And, uh, I think they're going to climb a couple spots next week. Yeah.
1: It's, it's funny that you said that this is the time last year they took off because literally it was right around this time. And, the come out party was a game against the chiefs. If you remember where it was that back and forth battle. So I, I think they have a legit chance to beat the chiefs this week, just because they seem to have their number. They beat them in that game. Then they beat them in the, yeah, they beat him in the playoffs and the AFC championship
2: game. Of course you have um, to beat the chiefs to get to the super bowl. man. So, the <laughs> I mean, they,
1: they definitely have a chance. And, and like Joe just said, man, the fact that that, Joe Burrow has been able to do this as I like to come, Joe Burrow, get it because he's got ice water in his vein. It's cold. Gotcha. You get it, okay? Craig, you um, can just edit
2: that part out. It's fine. <laughs> the fact that he
1: that he was able to do this without Jamar, man, it, it's just next level. Yeah. And then without Mixon, too, is it, crazy, man. It's crazy. It, I wonder. Look, I wonder. Is, for sure.
2: is their ability to you know, it's it's sort of hard to describe, but is their ability to fly the plane and build it at the same time, uh, kind of their, their strength. Like I feel like Joe burrow, his identity is stamped all over this Bengals team. And it's, what's kind of so likable about this Bengals team and, and why they're so entertaining. And it's, we've been alluding to this talk and and, in this whole conversation, but if Joe burrow and by extension, the Cincinnati Bengals are better When they're in chaos, they're better when shit's going a little crazy. They're better when their backs against the wall, which we've talked about. Does that sort of put them in in pole position to be the team that figures it out by the time the playoffs come around? And then they look like the Bengals of last year at the right time. I mean, We've already seen it happen once that, that this is the crazy. Is the am I talking, script, am I talking myself into betting script. on
0: them getting to the Super Bowl again?
2: Yes, yeah, yes you, so. you are. But here, let me,
0: let, let me bring you down to earth real quick. And, and th- this is their there. final six games of the season. The Chiefs, the Browns, who they've already lost to. They'll beat them. The Buccaneers. That's a dub, too. The Patriots. That's 100% a, a dub, sorry. <laughs> the Bills.
2: All right, I'll stay an L there. And the Ravens. Yeah, they could beat the Ravens the last game of the season. Sure, that, that, that's oh, and I was
1: that might be to win the North. That might
2: be right. a North that championship. Might be right to win right the win right. the division. But like right there, like
0: yeah, I can I can agree with you, Dave. Like I see like a four and two, a three and three in there. Uh, is that enough? And will that be enough of a climb uh, for them to kind of shoot off into the playoffs and and be able to 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 go? I mean, they could still take the the number one seed. I mean, especially if they could come out and beat Buffalo. I mean. We'll see. I mean, I yeah, I'm sold on on the Bengals. Uh, I love watching this team. Like I've said a, a few times, and you you've said as well, Dave. But yeah, no, they're awesome.
1: Not, oh, nine well, they that's, were on the table. nine to one to win the conference right now, and twenty that's, to one, yeah, twenty impressive. to one to win the Super Bowl sounds good. I Just say year. twenty
2: to one to win the Super Bowl. I mean, that's because they got there the last game. year. That's that's why. Well, uh, the point I was just about to make, and we'll, we'll move on now from the Bengals as much as I love talking about them. But uh, the point I was just about to make is if they run the table on those last games that Joe just described to us. They're, I think, the automatic favorites. Oh, yeah, sure. Other, other than the, you know, I mean, it's just like, because they've beaten the Chiefs, right? Everybody wants to write the Chiefs off, like because it's, it's kind of boring to have the Chiefs be the best team, because it's just been the case for so long, it feels like. And then they beat their division rivals to, like, saunter into the playoffs. Like, they're hot, you know? I, I think the odds are forever in their favor at that point, but Before there's you a lot on, to do.
1: Yeah, please. It, it, so right now, would you, you, you both would take the Bengals over the Ravens, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, a healthy, a fully healthy a uh, fully healthy Bengals team, yes. Right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Right.
0: Special. I, no, I just have no, seen Joe Burrow do it. I haven't seen I haven't seen Lamar do it. That's sure. Funny. But and Dave, it's really it's really interesting the storyline because like you can't script it any better. Like, all right, so you go and beat Andy Reid, and, like you said, running the table. So I'm kind of playing that. You go and beat Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and the Browns, whatever. Then you go and beat Tom Brady. Then you go and beat Bill Bill Belichick. Then you go and beat Josh Allen and then you go and beat John Harbaugh. And, yeah, that's and what, yeah. Lamar Jackson. Like, dude, yeah. that's a, If you, if you it's actually like think of those guys in the, in the context of each one of those people, that's a gauntlet,
2: man. Yeah. That's like a fucking video game. Like all the, all the hardest bosses, like one after the <laughs> other, after the other, like, you're officially the, the gym God of leaders. All right, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about the the rest of this Bengals season. I think the context that we put it in makes it all more fun and watchable. And I really hope we do have a battle for the division by the time we uh we see that'd them, be great. That'd be great. Ravens, that'd be that'd fun. Be Our
0: listenership so- in Cincinnati just just uh, raised exponentially.
2: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> get us get us out there. Put us on the fucking bell tower. All right, so we're moving on to the San Francisco 49ers, which, who honestly have caused me just stress as I try to fall asleep at night. I have this little voice scratching at the back of my skull telling me that they might be the real deal. But they're it's this it's this fucking Trojan horse, though, isn't it? Because everybody carrying it. Is made of fucking eggs, (laughs) like they're made of absolute fucking eggshells. The way Debo Samuel gets fucking tackled makes me like makes the foot like he's just so good in open space, but the hits he takes makes my stomach drop into my fucking balls, the Uh, very noted injury record of Christian McCaffrey as much as he is like sick on this team if he would get more touches. But then if he gets more touches, he almost certainly goes to the fucking hospital. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo, who as much as he isn't Tom Brady, they need him if they're going to go anywhere like we just that's obvious. We don't even have to really litigate that. And then who am I forgetting? That is also a super injury. George Kittle. Kittle it was maybe prone. I, yeah. you know i mean he's maybe. injury I, prone i mean he's not i, I feel like he's had a good as as little run guys. though right he's had a good little run recently but this team ever since is... you called him out pretty much yeah <laughs> i was like oh, he's a blocker now and then all of a yeah. sudden he's just and like... all of a sudden
1: he's fucking three touchdowns
2: keep, well, keep George, talking that you're way welcome i'll, I'll send either. you my address for the thank you card i mean I've, it's you're not the first one i've done it to, and you won't be the last <laughs> the curse curse of the podcaster but listen I really do like the San Francisco team. I genuinely like them. I think their uniforms look cool. I think I love their players. I, I love their weapons. I I would build a team that looks like this if if it were up to me with the exception maybe a quarterback. But I I want to love them. I really do. I want to bet on them. I want them to go far in the playoffs, but man, they are one bad injury away from being nothing. Bobby, talk me out of this. Are they going to be all right? Yeah. Did they just hire better doctors?
1: The the d it- Honestly, the weapons don't scare me They're going down because the defense is so goddamn good. good, man. That's the best defense in the league, and that's that's coming from a Cowboys fan who there's, loves there's my cu- defense. There's a
2: there's a couple studs on that defense, a little injury prone, also though.
1: Yeah, Bosa. both Bo- 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 is, Bo- is a little those, injury prone. Those, like, those muscles like to rip I'm off. So, their you balls. I don't understand it. But yeah, so I far think this season, still be
2: good if he went down. I really do. Like, I do think it's a well-run unit, but I mean, it fucking they, hurts you if both goes down. Like seven games so far out of ten.
1: They've held their opponents under 17 points. No, oh,
2: they're unbelievable. That's so, an, and they're, they're locked. They're a lock for the number two defense in the league. I think
1: but it's, it's, it's unbelievable. how good. I mean, the last three or last four, 14 points, 16 points, 10 points in a shutout. That's their last four games. So it doesn't, it honestly, I mean, you, you look against the Saints. They didn't have a good offensive day against the Saints. They only won 13 to nothing. You know what I mean? So like, it's not the offense that's going to drive this team far into the playoffs. It's not. And it's not as that's not what scares me. It's not Jimmy that scares me. None of that scares me. It's babe. not. No, it's it's, it's it's the full unit. It's it's the defense, bro. That defense is legit, and they can beat. They can shut any offense down on any day. So that that's why
2: they were they were. Where, I would uh, love to see them play the Cowboys in it I, in be, a, in I a, don't in a, in Oh, how, how
1: nostalgic would that be I would love that I don't, don't want to do that Listen, we did that last me, year I don't want to do it again but for me like, when,
2: what, watching if, like we're all from the same generation like watching the 49ers play the Cowboys in a playoff game to me is like that's those like right. childhood you know childhood. like those are two teams that like should be there in the playoffs playing each other like I love that like I want to do like, it again. Oh, I'm okay. It's a it's it's a cold it's a cold cold Saturday, and we're tuning into the 49ers playing the Cowboys, like in Dallas. And then like there's like another NFC game going where the Bears are playing the Packers or something. Like this is these are the teams I want to see in the playoffs. Like it's it's really genuinely awesome. So uh, before Joe like jumps out of his fucking underwear, I'm gonna let him go off about Jimmy G a little bit because quite frankly, like we were wrong and he was right. I, I, I don't. He
1: played great I, against the Cardinals. Yeah, he I mean, great I, in that game.
2: again, I don't think he has the best deep ball in the world. And I was looking up deep ball stats in order to to bass Jimmy G. And that's when I came across the uh, Lamar, Zach Wilson tidbit. But statistically, his deep ball is not that bad. I think he knows when to throw it. And I think he's game management and his his play has been really great. I think Bobby was made a really good point about Christian McCaffrey being the perfect guy to come in for him. So. All right, Joe. It's your victory lap. I, I genuinely believe that Jimmy G is the reason what like that he turned them into a, a a contender this year. And maybe all they needed was competent quarterback play. But you're right,
0: Dave, Dave. With all this deep ball talk, I'm wondering if you meant to Google "balls deep" and you kind of just got caught up in in football. Jimmy G is. We can uh, edit that one mean... out
2: too, Craig. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G is not only the most handsome quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he, I think Tom Brady's probably still more handsome. Than yeah, I don't, I
1: don't. It's close. Well, not not anymore.
2: Not with this, those. If we're, gonna, bones, if we're gonna litigate, right, not with those right, cheek, point, not with the new is, cheekbones. Justin is, Fields is fucking great looking. Just just putting it out there.
0: Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, great you know, hair. Not great looking is uh, Trey Lance.
2: What, Trevor Lawrence is would be for some people. I think if, he, would, if he, he would. when he, he cuts be the
0: hair, when he cuts the hair, he looks. No, he needs the hair. It detracts from the think So
2: sunshine, bro. It's the sunshine look. You got a Tim Riggins thing going on. You know, Friday Night Lights. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I love this 49ers team. I love that. I I echo everything Bobby said because he's absolutely right. The defensive unit is ridiculous, and that's you know what? It's amazing because Kyle Shanahan is an offensive-minded guy, and his the best unit on that team is his defense, and he knows it. And I think there's a resurgence in the relationship between Shanahan and Garoppolo, and and I think this is the best thing for that organization. Is I think they saw that Trey Lance wasn't ready or can't do it, one of the two or both. And when they, when I they think, brought, ever, I think America saw that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, sure. And when they brought Garoppolo back in and then they, they traded for, well, his foot for, snapped in half, but, you know, that too. They traded back. for McCaffrey and they traded away Jeff Wilson to Miami, who's, who, who they're going to meet this week. Well, well, but to but your, to your but credit, Joe, it's going
2: to be a great game. To be honest, like, yeah, Trey, Trey Lance goes down. Fair enough. But Joe did say, which is sort of my whole point, like, if you take Jimmy back out after like Trey Lance's play up until that point, and like, you know, once he comes back in, it's it, that would be insane. I I really do think that Jimmy coming in is why they're doing what I they're agree. doing. I agree. It is why. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's you can as much as I want to shit on him. Like, it's, you can't, like, he's, he's doing it. He's the guy, you know?
0: And, and he's managing the game. And that, and that's all he needs to do is just get the, get he's the, the ball into fit. the hands of the, the playmakers with, without a doubt. He can get the ball to 19, he can get the ball to 23. Uh, and and that's what matters at the end of the day is that he lets those playmakers make the plays uh, this week, Bobby, this might be the biggest game of the week. And we're talking about an AFC NFC matchup because America's each, game, America's game. These two teams are really good. The dolphins and the 49ers. I'd love to see the 49ers knock them off, but we'll talk about the dolphins in a little bit because I'm kind of starting to fall in love with them too. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I love this 49ers team, man. I, 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 just, and, and Jimmy G is a big part of that. I still hold it against the Patriots organization for trading him away, regardless of who the, the culprit was. Uh, because if they had kept him around or found a way, if Brady was the culprit and he was like, no, I'm staying and then any piece. I don't, I don't know. doesn't matter. They should have kept him. They should have kept him around. They would have been in a much better spot than they are now, even with a winning six and five record. This 49ers team is the real deal. And, and I, could, I could see them doing some damage. They just got to get, they got to stay either consistent or get hot. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's an issue. St-
2: stick with me here on this one because I, I want to try and make this point, but it, it might be a little out there, but the edible did just kick in. So like, just yeah, bear with me. <laughs> um, i with you. As much as we've sort of thematically discussed on the Power Ranking Show week in and week out, that it's difficult to determine who's the really good teams and who's the really bad teams. And especially even now in week 13, or, this late in the season, we should really know uh, who's great and who isn't, but there's great flawed teams and and you know teams that maybe aren't so good on paper, but they're still performing really well. And and this theme has kind of stuck with us. I think what we do know though about this season, and I think this this has been sort of special about this NFL season in a narrative way, is we know the likable teams that are good and the unlikable teams that are good. So I'm going to use this as a transition. So well, we have the the San Francisco 49ers, and we go like. I don't know, man, I, it'd be pretty cool to see them like make a run. If it's not going obviously it's not going to be the fucking bears, right? Like I need another team to sort of root for, right. To, to, to make a little run, Bobby, I know you're in a different position. You're obviously a, a Cowboys fan in there. You know, they're going to compete with the 49ers in the NFC, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like they're just kind of a likable team. Like there's, there's studs all over their offense. Like we, we, you and I both fucking love great defenses, Joe. I know you do too. You come from a defensive heavy franchise, like, as Much as, yeah, they had Tom Brady. I mean, the Patriots were their defensive team. That's that's they're what Bill Belichick year. is, right? Like, that's that's his identity, right? So, we all share that passion and that love. Now, you have another team that's good on paper that we're going to move on to at number six in the power rankings, but oh my, are they unlikable for whatever reason? I, it's, it's like I, I, I like Dalvin Cook, you know, I, I like Jefferson, I, I like these players, but you have this like comedy villain in kurt cousins at quarterback and i'm not going to relitigate the like kurt and primetime thing as much as like maybe last week was like a little bit of a different story the cowboys coming in we haven't had a chance to talk about this because we took a week off the cowboys coming in and taking a fucking shit on the head of the, of the minnesota vikings that was, was so, so beautiful deeply satisfying to me <sighs> and i'll tell you a couple of reasons one I I really enjoyed being high on the Cowboys this year. It's it's been like a really nice thing for me. Why? Because I'm not a full-blown Cowboys fan, so they can't break my heart. But they're a fun team to watch, so it's like nice to like trail them and like and you know, I talked to Bobby once a fucking week on the show. But man, them shitting on the Vikings and then just like bending the Vikings over in front of the entire nation and being like, "This is who they are. We know you thought this is who we who they are. This is who they are." Was so fucking satisfying to me i enjoyed i just i know ne- i didn't turn it off i didn't turn it they, off i just until, i watched every until score.
1: cbs turns it off for you <laughs> right?
2: no i like, i had it on the no event. i had it on the i had it on the sunday ticket i watched the whole fucking thing <laughs> i watched every single thing so at the end of the day thankfully we know who the vikings are now so they've dropped mercifully dropped down the power hangings a little bit Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. But do you kind of get what I'm saying about like the good likeable teams and the, and the good non-likeable teams. It's going to come up again when we get to the Dolphins. It's going to come up again when we get to the Eagles like it, there's something about these teams. There's now an identity that's emerged and it's really fun to watch. So the vaudevillian uh villain Vikings uh come in hot at number 6. Bobby they're not winning the Super Bowl, right? No. no. They're not. No. Listen, and this God. team
1: th- yeah, this team was like Kind of like the the Steelers of the past where it's like their spot at the top of the power rankings was was strictly because of their record and how good they were doing. Listen, they're 9-2 and two and they're number six. They, they have a better record than every team except for the Eagles that are ahead of them.
2: Okay, and, let me and, ask you this question. Then. That's, a, that's a perfect segue. Let me ask you this question. We're going to do a little mini version of the game to both of you. Vikings play the 49ers in the, in the, in, in the NFC playoffs. 49ers, right? 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Vikings play. Let's see. Let's see. The Cowboys. 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 Obvious. We just saw. We just saw how that goes. They play the Eagles. Eagles. Obviously, Eagles. right? There's there's so many teams that can destroy their playoff run. <laughs> like there's just so many. And I feel confident at this point that we're going to see them go out in the first round. But that's all, I, I. Sorry to it, interrupt. Please continue.
0: It's those four teams, though. Those three teams, right? Like I could see the Vikings being in the final four in the NFC and not getting past any one of those teams. her Cousins he has to so win a fucking playoff me. game for
2: that to happen. I just don't so, see it.
1: Yeah, here's a question for you, right? Season yep. ends today. They play the commanders in the first round. I mean,
2: I'm taking the commanders. i, Whoa, I think i the commanders. I, I, you know what? Think I'm taking the commanders. Juicy, they look legit. Juicy underdog, they do look bro. legit. You see Robinson,
0: that rookie? He's fucking yeah. sick. His big and hat. he was shot I before, love the, before big, of the season. Like, literally spent like... Like I'm getting I'm, one get. Let the, me let me know if you want a big hat. I got. If they I play the Vulcan, if
2: they play the Vikings, and they beat the Vikings. I'm fucking coming on this podcast in a big hat. That's big. fucking happening.
0: Yo, can, that we, can we? actually team.
1: make that agreement. Let's make that Yo, agreement.
2: Hell that. yeah, I'm buying a big hat. Oh yeah, I'm we can a big hat.
0: That. One, one way. The worst part, and I know we're now talking a little bit about the Commanders, but let let's do that. Let's play that. They game They deserve it. If they if they they do because they played very well. I'd have them
2: on this. I'd have them on this top ten above at least two teams that I can see right now
0: yeah, and, and I mean, they could be. they're they're a very good. I mean that NFC east is is really good. Like all yeah. four of those teams can play football. Uh, and they're all fun to watch. i I love watching the Giants. Actually, the Eagles are my least favorite to watch in that in that division and and I the commanders are just so much fun. I think Taylor Henneke deserves a starting job somewhere. Mm. i I really do. And if it's in washington it it's in Washington. I think that kid is underrated. i I don't think he's I think he's better than like Kirk Cousins on the surface. But, but I don't think Carson he's ever going like when well, no, the well, that experiment's over, thankfully.
1: It's kinda i kinda liked it. I like him a little bit more. Well, A, for two reasons. Right. A, because it means we never have to see Carson Wentz again. And be that Jordan thing that he's doing with the Jordans, where he buys a new pair of Jordans for every team he beats. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah,
0: it I is he's he's yeah. a badass. I love watching Taylor Hennegey play. There's a reason why I started him in my fantasy league, and it hasn't gotten me a win yet. But I just love the kids, so I, I got them there. Him and Justin Tucker they'll start every week. But yeah, no, Plus he's hey, keeping all
2: those kids. He's keeping all those kids that work in those sweatshops that make those make those Jordans employed. So true. that's that's an act of of magnanimous kindness, if you ask me. Um.
1: Anyway, leave that part <laughs> in.
2: <Craig>. <laughs> <laughs> what a little
0: sweatshop humor doesn't fucking get your ball rolling, That's
1: that's that's, that's too far. That's too. far. Hey,
0: Bobby, none of them are listening to this show. It's fine.
1: Yeah, they're not allowed to on their three minute break. You're too um,
2: fucked up, dude. Hey, too far, man. Too far. No, my bad. And the oh, union, man, yes. That was too.
1: Um, I support, you know what, let's the, I support
2: the unionization of all sweatshop employees and Starbucks workers next.
1: But listen, I, I just think it speaks volumes to who the Vikings are that we all just sat here and said that we think <laughs> the Taylor Heineke Commanders could beat them in the first round of the playoffs. So, like, yeah. I feel like that's really what what the Vikings are. You know what I mean? They're, hey, they're just because
0: their owner sucks and just because their name sucks. Doesn't mean we can't put some respect on oh them. Oh my god! In that foot, did you see that Sean Taylor that mannequin? Was so bad. Oh, that was
2: That's so
0: bad. So in bad So Two years in a
1: row. Two years in a row, they did that to him.
0: You know, they literally fought, they they literally hired Ron Rivera just to have some respect in that organization because. Yeah. I, I mean, I I do like Ron that,
2: Rivera. I mean, I, I think everybody wrong. likes Ron Rivera, so I agree with that. But I think, man, I don't know. I don't know why he went to work there for that fucking guy. But it is it is a good. Fun I, think football project. I think you just reminded from... me, though, that we were like talking nicely about a fucking Dan Snyder owned fucking uh, Washington sorry. Commanders football team. And just, now just think of the
1: big hats. That's how I'm going to like them. The big hats just doesn't.
2: Remember
0: when honestly, Dan Snyder came dude, out and it said it was he had dirt? It, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, sorry. Remember when Dan Snyder came out and said he had dirt on all the owners? And then they were like, hey, fuck you, Dan Snyder. <laughs> he like backed down like a child. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right, right. such a little bitch. Dan Dan Snyder is the worst owner in 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 all of sports. I i don't uh, he's all
2: I'm just I, I just feel like well, I don't know, those like fucking oil money fuckers that own like Manchester City. Yeah, They're like chopping the people's fin, heads off. The I'm not entirely sure that's 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 probably a little worse. But I think uh I think it's if if a bunch of dirt came out of it again about like NFL owners, like would anybody really care or be surprised? Like these people are all awful. We're like aware of that. We just have to like Live in a little bubble where we think about the big hats, like Bobby says. Bro. I think I think I Dan Snyder's probably, I he's got probably not even the worst fucking one of all the owners. He probably just the one who does the most out loud. Anyway, uh it's it, he is pretty bad though. All right, moving on. Thank God we're done talking about the Vikings. I'm hoping to not see them on this list by the end of the fucking year. I'm sick of talking about them. It's they're not good. We know they're not good. They're not gonna do shit. I wish you could short sports bets like you can stocks. Like I wish I could bet on the Vikings to not win the Super Bowl. But like, it really doesn't work like that. All right. Moving on to the strange and flawed Buffalo Bills. I think yeah, they're still look at them. Look, I, I think that here's here's what I think, Right, I, I think I was happy to be proven right in the sense that I, I continually bang the drum of like, you can't be talking about Josh Allen like you talk about Pat Mahomes. It's just it's ludicrous and it's not fair at this point in their in their respective careers. However he's getting a little bit of a harder time than he maybe deserves. And I'm not a hundred percent sure it's like Josh Allen's fault that they look weird. And you know, I'm not one to like, want to give credit, you know, to just the quarterback and like beat him up when it's him kind of sliding. But if, if they want, if they, if they won a bunch of games leading into the playoffs and they still, they, they, they return to looking like the contender that they came into the season as would anybody really be that surprised? I mean, They're still a fucking wagon, right? Like we say it every week. I I know they look strange and I know they look flawed and I know they look beatable. And I know that I still think that if they saw the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game at, and I think it would be at Arrowhead at this point, I think they're fucked. I think they're going to get buzzsawed. But like, they've still got something about them. You can't just write them off just because they've like lost a couple of games. We don't want to be too reactionary about the Bills, right? Or am I crazy?
0: A big test for this team, Dave, is what happens, well, as we're recording, what happens tomorrow night Uh, when this comes out, what happens tonight when they play the Patriots at Gillette in Foxborough, you know, Sean McDermott always has a hair across his ass for Bill Belichick and and most coaches do, but we've seen kind of outbursts from McDermott in the media regarding Bill Belichick. So, I mean, let, let's see, because I think, I think Sean McDermott is headstrong and I think that's part of their issues. I think another part of their issues that Josh Allen is, uh, is injured. I, I think there is something to that ucl injury uh the biggest thing that they improved on this year is that they have a, an actual running game and devin singletary looks like an actual nfl running back uh their defense is is really good they did lose von miller though which is it's a big loss it's tough
2: isn't it to say that much shit to talk that much shit about the fucking minnesota vikings and they beat the fucking bills and it's just like it's so disconcerting at the same time it's right parody, it's
0: parody dave it's just all parody well, i mean but well, I, if they but have parity
2: with the Vikings, then we shouldn't spend that much time fucking talking about it. Right? Yeah, we're
0: not we're not talking about the Brad Childress coached Vikings. We're not talking, you know, like I, I think your biggest thing against drop. the Vikings is is Kirk Cousins. And I don't blame you for that reason. I don't blame you for that because I'm the one that will talk you into a mediocre quarterback like Kirk Cousins. We, we've played that game before on many shows. I think the Bills are more unlikable than the Vikings. The Bills are the wagon. The Vikings are the pretenders. And it's I Mike don't Zimmer see... too. it's Mike
2: Zimmer too a little bit, just for the record. Oh, Mike not, Zimmer. Yeah, not, you're not you're just right. Kirk Cousins. But... Yeah,
0: no, no, but Kurt but Kevin O'Connell's their head coach, Form, yeah, former former Patriot former uh, right, right, quarterback, right, Kevin right, right. O'Connell. And yeah, now, I mean that's a nice weird job. Too. That's done weird done nice too. Job. I mean, it's,
2: it's it's not as it's not as if that resume is really going to fill me with a ton of confidence either, like in the head coaching position. I know it's not Jeff Saturday, but still, I think that what like. Back to the Bills, because it seems like the fucking Vikings are like she's just haunting my fucking soul. But I think when you talk about when you talk about the Buffalo Bills, they're still winning their games. Like, I know they probably should have beat the Detroit Lions by a little bit more. But like, come on, like, they're still fucking winning their games. Like, they're still the Buffalo Bills. Like, they don't look like themselves. I agree. But like, but they're still they're getting don't... it
0: done. They're getting yeah. it done when they need to get it done.
2: They're still I think, I think their the division. worry and the thing we're all kind of talking about is maybe. And we can talk about this because they're the next team on the list. It's maybe the Dolphins breathing down their neck a little bit. I think I think there's like that thing. There's a world where they don't win their division because of the Dolphins.
1: Well, what scares me with the Bills a little bit is the red zone troubles. That's what scares me. Well, I mean is, that's is, how
2: that's how like the Bucs started off this season, right? And like yeah, what's happened to them. You know, it's, it's
1: if you can't score. The bro, it, especially when you get that close, Josh Allen has the most red zone interceptions in the NFL so far this year. He is five. Yeah. More. And it, like it just it just feels like you you guys remember the Josh Allen of three years ago where he was amazing. But he would always do that weird, weird shit at the ends of the games where he'd throw it behind his head. He'd do so. listen, he's not doing that. But I don't trust him as much in the red zone anymore, guys. And like that Vikings game just smelled for me, man. Because listen, I know that they had that game, but you can't lose a game when you have the ball. But the other team with no timeouts, fumbling the ball into the end zone, elite NFL teams do not do that.
0: I know Don't, that was a really I that was a really big that was a red flag. That was that I right love now. common denominators. Don't do it. I love common denominators as I've said before. And one of the biggest differences for the Bills this year from last year and the last few years is the fact that Brian Dable is no longer the OC. That's, I think that has something. To, yeah. I think that has something to do with this. I mean, yeah. look at what Brian Dable has. Yeah, has he's really good. Has made Daniel Jones look like in New York, like he literally saved the career of Daniel Jones just by getting hired as the head coach there. Like he, you want to talk about quarterback whispers when we're talking about a Frank Reicher and Adam Gase? No, it, this is that guy, and I think that that's part of part of his troubles is the fact that he doesn't have that guy anymore. Hmm. But what
2: about the Dolphins being right there? I mean, we might as well transition into this conversation. Like, we're going to do your again, top
0: four games since there's two and two.
2: I do want to touch on the Dolphins a little bit though, because they really okay. do hit. They do hit the theme of. The likable team, like they are so ludicrously likable. Like you even said it, and they're in your division, right? So, it that, that's a, that's a hard thing to admit. I don't, I can't see a world where I ever am sitting on this podcast and being like, you know, the Green Bay Packers are a pretty likable team this year, and it's just, it's just like it to me. It's. uh yeah, it's it's the head coach and his relationship with Tua and their fun little like back and forth. Yeah, it's their fact that they have the best wide receiver duo like ever, and they're like fucking ton, tons of fun to watch. But also, it's I think the fact that they're a little bit of a surprise. Like I I think we could have maybe predicted they were going to be okay, but I think they might be legitimate contenders. Like sort of informed by the fact that they're the fourth best team in the NFL according to Bobby this week. So and I think well deserved. So. Briefly, I because we are going to do the the final four uh, game at the end. Do if you had to pick between, since the Bills aren't now are now not involved in the final four game. If you had to pick between the Bills and the Dolphins to beat
0: the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game right now, Bobby, you ready? Do you want to say it at the same time? Yeah, one, two, three. The Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Which is weird, because the
2: Bills beat the fucking Chiefs this year. Yeah, so, but like, but they've got that magic about them. There's a little bit of a fucking pixie dust about them this year. And Jeff
1: yeah. Wilson's perfect for that yeah, offense, man. And he that running, perfect. he he fits into that zone run scheme so well. And, and having the Wilson Mostert combo now, that's so much speed in the backfield yeah. to add on to the most speed I've literally ever seen from those two wide receivers. It, it. I was thinking about this earlier today. Actually, do you remember Week One? Or uh, was it, I think it was week one or week two. We were talking about overreactions and how much we love them. And one of the main ones we brought up was, is this the best wide receiver duo we've ever seen? And, you know, some people were, yes, it's overreaction. No, it's that, bro, this isn't an overreaction anymore. I mean, their These numbers, their numbers are don't unbelievable. Like yeah. Unbelievable.
0: And Tua looks like a real NFL quarterback. And again, another coach that goes in, takes over, changes the system a little bit. And you're right, Dave, you said it, and their back and forth is incredible, just the way they talk to each other. It's Half of my TikTok a...
2: feed is just like those two talking to each other. It's because I keep <laughs> sending it them was, to you guys in the Discord.
1: It was, it, it was unbelievable, too, because of the way, like, he, he came out this week and, and spoke about that whole relationship and how much it changed him as a quarterback. And, and you could see it because last year, you know, when a quarterback's playing timid, it's so obvious. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can literally see them. White or pump those throws and be like, oh, I'm gonna hit that th-, And then they don't do it. Well, do doing that confidence this year. Is
2: such a big part of that position. You yeah. Hundred like, percent. The confidence in yourself, confidence in your line, your lines, your 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 offense's confidence in you, uh, your relationship with your defense. And I think that those intangibles, if you're gonna bottle that of every NFL team, the most full bottle right now would be the the Miami yep. Dolphins. I, I just think that there's something about the way that they're join together as a cohesive unit and the way that they lead and Bobby made this great point I keep uh, a couple of weeks ago on the Power because I keep thinking about whenever I, I listen to them talk to each other like it there's such like millennials like there's such like our age our generation like you're starting to see guys in their early 30s like get into these positions and and they sort of talk like us and they they see the game like we do and it's the it's a cool respond to it so much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it. It yeah Cause the, so players much are young, the players are younger, you know? And, and yeah. I think he talks to them. I think he has an authority about him, but I think he talks to them like they're, they're like they're people. And, and I think as the, as sports and, and specifically this game moves forward, you have to understand that like generations as they come through are like so much more educated about, about who they are. They have so much easier access to information. And, our generation was like not super respectful to our elders. If you guys remember and like I think the next one after us isn't going to be much better. And I think it's because we have a respect is earned attitude as as a generation, because we like keep watching ludicrous tragedies happen like once every few years. And it's, we're a little, maybe a little bit jaded. And I think you can see that with, with the kind of reflection of, of who these guys are and the way that the way that they're, they're running the team. And I just think it's fucking awesome. I've worked for the guy.
0: Oh, Um, no doubt. Mike McDaniel is just, He's something else, and like you said, he, yeah, it's the way he talks to the guys. But he's so, it's it's weird because he's so out there, but he's so down to earth. And some of the things he says, you can tell he's just messing with the media. Uh, but then he's they love him, like he has them, he has them on oh, side, which is such his, an in asset in his back pocket. And yeah. and he is just he's so fun to watch on the sidelines. And uh, and you know what I think the biggest thing for him is, and I think it's carried over to Tua. I think that game moves slow for him. You know what I mean? Like the game doesn't speed up. he has got like a football yeah. brain.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's got
0: a football brain. It's just the way he's wired. And I think that that's helped too. And I think that relationship on the sideline to get to it, to stop thinking about what he's going to go do next. And, and then instead of just going and doing it, I think mm-hmm. it's really helped. And I, I just, yeah, it's weird. It's weird to say as a Patriots fan that I like this Dolphins team. I like their head coach. I would love to have him in new England. And I think that's another thing from my standpoint as a fan and, and Craig, Craig might even agree with this, but just hearing and seeing and and knowing who Bill Belichick is and then seeing this side of a head coach is just so it's refreshing it's Mm. just it's nice to see man and just a different style before we move on I got one last question of the Dolphins
2: for you Bobby we've often touched on the theme of the quarterback being the guy we've all written off Kirk Cousins nobody thinks Carson Wentz is going to do anything at the start of the season we're right you know We just had a whole conversation about the Miami Dolphins. And nobody was like, yeah, but Tua can't. You know, nobody was like, Tua, it's like, is he? Do we all believe that maybe he could be? Is that Bobby? What do you think?
1: Yeah, man, I do. I mean, (laughs) you're the right
2: man for the question.
1: (laughs) You you think about what Tua was in college, man. And it's not like he came out of nowhere. It's not like throwing was ever his biggest challenge or anything like that.
2: But the but, translation to the NFL and his first it was his first performances, you know. But when you have someone that makes
1: your brain just exactly what Joe said, he's not thinking he's just watching things happen and reacting to it rather mm-hmm. than, oh, no, I can't throw here. I can't do this. And he, he literally already came out and said all this. He so, sees the
2: Matrix code now. He sees, right, he, sees, exa- he sees the McDaniel code. <laughs> you know, and just like just like the POV shot, and just like bubble heads of Mike McDaniel's, just being like, no, don't think about that. Just like be just floating through the air, just like Mr. It, Tyree Wilson. Kill.
1: It's Tyree Kill. Don't think too much. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this week is a big test for Tua though. Yeah. If he can come out and have an efficient outing, and e- even if they lose to the Niners, right? If he comes out and looks like an All Pro NFL against quarterback defense. against this defense, he is real period
2: 100 I, I mean it's a great point because i i really think you know and we've talked we've talked about this we've we've said this week is a big blank for blank a few times on this show and i think we should keep this in mind going into watching uh the games thursday and and, and sunday and monday because i think this time next week on the power rankings we're gonna know a lot we're gonna know and i because this is this might be the pivotal week this might be the most important week we've had so far i mean you can sort of say that about about chronological weeks as, as things go on. But, but because of the matchups and the way things are falling across the whole league, I, I think we're going to know so much going to be a great red zone day on Sunday, everybody going to be a great fucking red zone day. There's nothing better than beer. In and Seven
1: hours zone. of commercial. Free it, football. It's football.
2: Liter- it's literally the greatest show on TV. There's nothing <laughs> so, better. It really is. It's fantastic. So uh, if you're not a red zone person, you got to get I don't like it. It. It's, I, it's 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 the, expert. It's expert they, level stuff. Quick
1: little tangent. I I watch football with people, right? We uh, were watching Red Zone. People, I, I have people tell me this. They're like, oh, I don't like Red Zone. I can't, like, zone in on one game. It's I'm too like, fast. Oh. I can't, so I can't zone in with, on
0: one game. So you don't <laughs> like excitement?
1: You don't like excitement? You don't like fun? Is that what you're telling me?
0: My wife I, has said I, that to me before. It's like, oh, I, I can't tell when it switches. And I, and I literally said to her one day, just kind of being an ass, I was like, when the uniforms look different, like, what do you <laughs> Like, they tell <laughs> you, you when mean? they're switching. Like, Scott Hanson oh, tells works. you, when they're when they're switching games, my my aunt said the same thing to me this weekend when we were watching uh, at her house, and I was like, "Hey, Red Zone," and she was like, "Oh, yeah, I can't really follow it," and I'm like, "The same it's thing, crazy. Bobby." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like, you know, the like way well, I love my aunt and I love my wife, but. We got a we got, got a real serious issue here.
1: I can't watch the, one game. I literally my brain, no, it's my like brain the, it's won't it, let me do it it's anymore. For the,
2: it's for the attention deficit generation. You know. Bro, you perfect. know where Scientology has like all those weird ranks where they're like, You're a corporal C captain <laughs> level now. We're all octobox level red zone watchers. Oh, and yeah. we're yeah. look we're looking at single box people and we're just yeah, like, guys, come on, come on. Come on. I mean I got so my octobox badge like four years ago. It's it you gotta you gotta get on my fucking level here. All right. That was fun. So uh, every week on the Power Rankings, we play a little fun game with the top three or now recently top four once it's actually been relevant. Uh, we again have two AFC teams and two NFC teams in the top four. So I'm going to pose this question to the expert panel uh, like I do every week. You have the Chiefs playing the Dolphins in the AFC championship game. Who are you sending to the Super Bowl? Different question than what I asked before and uh, who you would rather send against the Chiefs. You decided both of you to send the Dolphins. Are they getting past Pat Mahomes at this point? At this point, are they getting past Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs in, in Arrowhead, if we're being honest? Well,
0: while, while Bobby thinks they can.
2: Bobby looks like he's in pain right now. Man, uh, no, it's it, tough.
0: it is painful. I'm hiding it a little bit better than he is. It's painful because the Chiefs, the Chiefs have their flaws, too. Let's, let's not get that wrong. They have their flaws. There, there are points in the game. Uh, where where they they look flawed, but it's minor flaws. I mean, they have three running backs. One's hurt right now, and Clyde edwards hilaire but they have three running backs that can run the ball. They have had no problem at receiver without Tyree Kill. In fact, I've seen Juju Smith Schuster. And and some I feel like Pat Mahomes is
2: better now. Like he had oh, to get yeah that yeah well not in that, because yeah, you know. they
0: got guys that are not only going to go out and catch passes but they're willing to block and put their bodies on the line. You're not talking right. me into the they Dolphins Just for the record. So but <laughs> listen, the Chiefs are clinical. The the Dolphins are high flying. They're gonna they're gonna try and punch you in the mouth. I think especially in an AFC Championship style. But I think you know you look at Mahomes versus two. Mahomes wins that battle. You look at Reed versus McDaniel, Reed wins that battle. I, I think the Chiefs are still going through. But the Dolphins can win that. That's because that's the, that's the answer. Through. That's because that's the fucking answer. Like, let's not sit here and talk. Don't tell me what the Dolphin answer is, the I'm, tell, I'm <laughs> telling you what, you know what? You can't fire me. I quit.
2: You can't sit here. No, we're not going to sit here and say that the Dolphins <laughs> beat the fucking Chiefs in championship game. It's Bobby, not, I can't, I can't Bobby. I'll press. I'll, I'll pull the plug. I'll I'll delete the internet right now
0: before this goddamn thing he, goes on. He the He has that airwaves. ability. He lives. He lives in Los Angeles. So he could. Go ahead, do, Bobby.
1: That's where we're stationed at, ads. Or when is that? Do we even do we say that? before? yeah, we oh, did.
0: I fucking forgot. I'll did we it. forget
1: to? We're part of the yeah, winners edge now. Sorry, bro.
0: sorry. Just didn't I got not even yell at
2: you <laughs> Wild. I'll re- I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again at the start. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No. 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 You're right. Uh, it, it's the. Listen. So I know. We just kind of. Talked about Tua and how he's real and blah, 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 blah. It's really, really, really hard to pick Tua over Pat Mahomes. I'm sorry. It just, it is, man. Yeah, and it should be. It, and and <laughs> the exact hey, thing. Pat said, Mahomes pedigree, only has
0: one year left after this in the NFL.
1: Plus, plus, on top of that, I think a very underrated thing that not a lot of people are looking at and I actually look to pick him up in our fantasy league today, but Mitch Assange has already got him. Is Melvin Gordon going to the Chiefs? All right he wasn't he, he they they dropped him the broncos dropped him a because their season's literally a, good a dumpster fire and and he's already the best running back in my he's the best pure running back in that running back room now and i think you're going to see him make a difference in the yes yeah, the chiefs we don't even need to talk about it anymore it's the chiefs
2: <laughs> all right so we've we've we're all agreed we're sending the chiefs in the afc it was more of a conversation when the bills were were like less suspicious but we've all agreed on that that's that's cool I'm really excited to get to this one because if we're taking, we now have the Cowboys as at number three in the power rankings and the Eagles at number two, they've dropped down from uh, their, their vaunted place at number one where they kept most of the season up until a couple of weeks ago. The Chiefs are now number one. We have the Cowboys and the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Gentlemen, I have to ask you, which one are you sending into the Super Bowl? And I got to tell you, I'm sending the fucking Cowboys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all Bobby should Day. you abstain should you abstain from this Bobby no we need he, it we need the votes man. All right, he, go, he, go ahead, he's Bobby. earned
2: saying this he's watched this Cowboys <laughs> team do this shit he's earned this fucking moment in the sun
1: so what's us get the so I am picking the Cowboys surprise prize.
0: but with <laughs> spoiler alert w-
1: what's, what scares me about this is what the Cowboys crux is and I've been saying this all year is the two teams that can stop the Cowboys from going to the Super Bowl the 49ers and the Eagles in my opinion, those are the only two teams that have what it takes to beat this defense because of that zone run scheme, because they can put up 200 yards on any defense on any day. That Not being the Vikings.
2: said, Not the Vikings, I think right? Jalen
1: Hurts crumbles against this pass rush in the playoffs. I, I really do. I, I I think this Cowboys pass rush is elite, and especially if we get OBJ to come in and add that extra weapon on that offense. Everybody man.
2: thinks they're going to get OBJ, though. Like, every team thinks they're going to get him. So that's <laughs> what
1: well, he's looking is looking like the Cowboys. Uh... No, I'm picking Cowboys. I, 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 come on. Come on. I, I said I, it last
0: year, and my, I was my, my
1: soul literally would not let me. I could try and say <laughs> the Eagles and my soul wouldn't let me do it. So it's like it, that.
0: It's like I, that the, scene in Liar Liar when he can't say the, the team is the. E- yeah, Boys. you wouldn't be able Cowboys. to do it. <laughs> what color is that pen? I said it last year, uh, and I was wrong, and I'll say it again this year. If the Cowboys sign OBJ, they don't go to the Super Bowl. I do, however, think you're right, one, that if they play, so we're just going by power rankings, obviously, because it's the power ranking show. If they play the 49ers before they get to the Eagles in the NFC Championship, I think that's really their their crux here. Like That's that's where the issue Kryptonite. is going to happen. Was that?
2: Kryptonite. I, kryptonite. I do. I feel, I, I feel that no, I feel the 49ers have, have, are the fucking, are the Cowboys kryptonite. Yeah, they, they, they need have to, been not to not top. see them. They need to not see them if they're going to get to the NFC Championship game. I agree.
0: But I think, I think this Eagles team is. Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> they're nine and one. Do you one see record. the stress in me? Just, just yes. thinking about that. Their nine and one record is a facade. I think that, you know, I, the, the, the big three factors, right? Like I look at the defenses, the Cowboys defense is better. I think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, but I think Dak Prescott has a bigger set of nuts than, than Jalen Hurts. Uh, and Bobby, I think, you're, I think your hat might like blow off your head when I say this. I, I think Nick Sirianni is not a good NFL head coach, and Mike McCarthy wins the coaching battle here because he's been there before. He's done it before. He has a Super Bowl ring. Absolutely, the Cowboys beat the Eagles and go to the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with you there. I thought. Fucking Vikings never fired Mike Zimmer. So I'm cry. <laughs> cry. Uh, at the end of the day, I think it's gonna be really interesting playoffs. It's gonna be a really interesting week this upcoming week.
1: That would be the best Super Bowl matchup out of everything, right? Cowboys Chiefs. Cowboys that, that, Chiefs. That would, it would be, be a best. lot of fun. It
2: would be it would be really tough though, because on the show, I would have to really talk to you about contingency plans for the inevitable. Chiefs yeah, that, that would be <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl. that would be because it's bad Bobby. it's bad to watch your team lose in the Super Bowl man it's bad it hurts it hurts because like that week and knowing you they give you an extra week to think about it and then you're like oh what if they win what if they win and I know you and there's gonna be a lot of what if they win in your brain and then like I'm just I'm you know, gonna we be gotta really, hear about it in the really,
0: discord for two weeks
2: yeah I'm gonna be really concerned about um, the sexual... if this
1: happens I'd be blowing up that discord no i just be all day I, long I,
2: But if they if they they went if they went to the Super Bowl and lost, I'd be really concerned about the sexual tension between you and a nine millimeter. I I would be very very (laughs) concerned about it, and we would have to really like have to like have people watching you at all times. But this has not passed yet. This is a super fun week coming up. I'm really excited about it, Uh, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week about the awesome and fun NFL season. This has been missing the point brought to you by the winner's edge podcast network thank you so much for tuning in have a good rest of your night
0: My IG, which is Ozzy underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric gas. Electric acid.